Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here and welcome to another episode of Run Painless, Run Ageless. If, uh, if you've not been to this podcast before, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. As always, if, uh, if you haven't listened to episode one, I'd encourage you to go listen to episode one if you're new to the show. As I said, welcome and, and go to episode one and just kind of listen to that episode first. That's going to give you an idea as to my background, who I am as a physical therapist, as a runner, uh, the reason why I've put this, uh, this podcast together. And uh, if you're also looking for some other helpful tips and hints and, uh, and video experience, uh, go to YouTube to my channel at The Mesh Tongue. It's M-E-S-H Tongue. If you go to Tongue Mesh, it's going to be different. Uh, you'll see some crazy pics. Um, but that's, uh, that's me, so the mesh tongue on, uh, on YouTube. So today I want to talk to you about wearables and what are wearables? This is, uh, this is your Garmin or your, uh, uh, your Apple watch, whatever, uh, you know, you may be your flavor du jour. Uh, maybe you're wearing a Fitbit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk today about some comparison and, uh, you know, between the, uh, the Garmin's and the Apple watch, just because I've, I've had some experience with those. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to let you know a little secret that you don't need any of them. Okay. Shocker. I know. I know we love to spend our hard earned money, but, uh, you know, you don't need any of them. That's the, uh, that's the sheer reality. Um, you know, I've, I've been around long enough to have taken my heartbeat at my neck and my wrist to get, uh, you know, the, uh, the heart rate. Uh, one time my, my heart was beating so fast that uh, I thought it was literally going to come out of my chest after got done running some, uh, some repeats, um, you know, some interval stuff. And, and, you know, literally I'm like, I can remember being gosh, about 24 years old and, and thinking that my heart rate clearly had have been up over 200 and which, you know, which is, which is crazy, uh, at the time. But, um, you know, again, was, was doing that, you know, looking at Bill Rogers and those guys running, for Boston in in, uh, in jeans with uh, with sweatpants, um, you know, and, and you go, how in the world? And yet these guys were running, you know, 209, 210 for a marathon. Um, you know, myself running, uh, you know, sub 250 for a marathon. You know, you, you don't need these things. However, they are certainly helpful, and they can certainly be helpful, uh, especially if you are training, especially if you are uh, you know looking for something and some feedback. And uh, so that's why I figured I'd bring them up because they are available. Uh, you know, are they worth the money? Uh, it's going to be dependent on what you're looking for. So I was on a, a Facebook chat uh, with some folks in a, in a running group I'm in, and you know, people were going back and forth, and somebody had made the, the you know, wrote the question and said, you know, should I go with a Garmin or an Apple Watch? And everyone, you know, oh my gosh, you know, definitely the Garmin. Well. That's to, that's to say what Garmin, right? Um, you know, there were a lot of people that were just saying Garmin, but across the board, is Garmin better, uh, you know, than the Apple Watch? And, and it really is going to come down to benefits and features. So uh, the Apple Watch, I think, is great. I got my first Apple Watch about uh, eight months ago. I, my wife had had one for a few years. Uh, I went with the Nike, uh, the Nike Run model. So it is a little bit different than just the regular Apple Watch. So, uh, you know, again, I would caution you on that if, if you don't have the Nike Run Club uh, on it. Uh, it is a little bit more expensive. They, can, they do run some specials and stuff. Uh, but there's, a, there's a, a spot where I can tap right into the Nike Run Club uh, with that. 
When you get into the Nike Run Club, you sign up and obviously they're collecting your email information. They want to make sure that they've got you in their database. I understand. It is what it is. Um, you know, all of these uh, all of these companies are doing the same thing. Um, but, uh, but it does allow you to get into some challenges. If you want to challenge yourself that way, they do have opportunities to, uh, to look at different shoes. I've never been a Nike fan for shoes personally, uh, other than street shoes. I've, I've never worn a pair of Nikes for running in, in almost 30 years of, of running. Uh, I think even my very first pair was, uh, was a pair of Asics gel. And, uh, and then I've been with Saucony ever since, but, but that's me. Some people love Nike, you know, obviously, uh, they've been around the sport for, for pretty much they invented this, the, the modern day era of, of running, right? the running shoe uh, with the Nike waffle, but reality is that, uh, you know, uh, when you get into the Nike run club, like I said, they have, uh, you know, ways to track, you can, you know, obviously use your GPS, you can transfer over from indoor to outdoor, so kind of monitors your, your running there, uh, very similar to Strava, um, you know, you can go in there, you can connect with friends, you can connect with, uh, with other groups to, uh, to see where people are running, so there is the social aspect of that. It doesn't give you, however, a whole lot of information uh, other than maybe you know, your, your heart rate, um, you know, your distance, and, and uh, um, you, know, you can set goals and things in there. Ver, you know, let's contrast that with, say, the, uh, the Garmin Forerunner 645 uh, in particular. Okay? And, and the reason why I chose this one is that it has many of the same features as the Apple Right, you know, so it's got uh, you know the, uh, the the contactless pay. Uh, it's got a music system that you can use, um, you know, so that uh, that you can download songs onto the watch. Um, you know, you can take you know take the watch and you can pay for things if you're out for a run and you happen to uh, uh, to need to stop at the store for whatever. Um, you know, but it also is an interesting thing because it'll give you feedback, so biomechanical measurements such as your cadence, your stride length, ground contact time, and balance. Vertical oscillation and vertical ratio. Uh, you know, if, if you listen to some of the other podcasts, we talk about you know that vertical displacement. You know, how high are you going up and down uh, vertically? You know, that's that can be you know something that can give you some positive feedback. If especially if you're just kind of maybe getting into running, uh, you know, or if you're having some issues, uh, this might be also of interest for you know somebody that's seeing a physical therapist. You can download that information to your therapist and you know you can then take a look at um, you know this information uh, you know again you can look at uh, uh, training status anaerobic training effect um, you know and training load so it'll give you kind of this optimal piece in there so you can kind of say you know are you peaking or are you not peaking you know as far as where you're at in your training status um, you know, how, how far into, uh, uh, you know, the training effect are you going? Are you staying more anaerobic and, you know, aerobic where you're, you know, you're doing your intervals or, or going into more long, slow distance. Um, you know, again, it's got, uh, you know, the compatibility with your phone, uh, you know, again, just like the Apple watch. So, you know, I, I go on to say this, that, uh, you know, that yes, this is, uh, this is one of those things that, uh, you know, the, depending on what you're looking for, um, you know, the comparisons are, are pretty similar. The, uh, the Forerunner 645, um, you know, again, depending on where you're at, its price range is anywhere between 400 to 450. Uh, the Apple Watch is about $100 less than that. So this brings us back to the point, do you need these things? Well, while I said I would never get an Apple Watch, just, you know, I have 
an iPhone, I've got my tablet, I've got a notepad, I've got a computer. Uh, I said, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just too connected. Uh, you know, I found that I, I rather like having the, uh, um, you know, the uh, the watch personally, um, you know, and when I, when I looked at the Apple Watch versus the Forerunner 645, uh, I thought for the price and what it gave me, you know, it was just fine. Again, going back to the point, do I need this? I don't need any of this stuff. I, you know, when I was training and I first started training, the, uh, the Timex with an eight lap uh, counter was, was what I was using, which I thought was way better than the, uh, the Casio G-Shock, right? Which was still way better than, you know, my, uh, um, you know, my previous Timex that was, you know, not digital, um, you know, so when we're, when we're looking at these things and you're looking at the value and what do you need? Yes, there's bells and whistles on here, but is it worth the $400? I would say if you're competing, yes. Okay. Uh, the Forerunner 645 is probably going to give you more bang for the buck for the extra $100. Uh, if you are, uh, you know, if you are competing and you're training and you've been consistently training for for you know for two years or more and you're looking to improve on your times then this will give you some valuable feedback if you're just getting into this or you're just getting into competing uh you know save your money for the time being i wouldn't necessarily say that you need to get this stuff there's a there's a lot of people that feel like they have to have the best they have to have you know all the the latest and greatest um, you know, in order to compete, and, and you really don't, okay, uh, you know, you can get away with a, a normal watch, you can get away with just going out and, and uh, you know, using your phone uh, for distance, uh, you know, if you want to keep that on your hip, uh, you can get away with all sorts of things, you know, even just going out and marking it with a, uh, you know, the mileage with your car, uh, you know, or a known loop on a, on a track, uh, that's, that's how we used to do it, right, I mean, that's literally the way we did it, I used to drive around early in, you know, back in the day, I'd drive around, uh, you know, and say, okay, you know, all right, okay, let's see this. Or uh, I would time myself and I would know once I got into this further, how long it took me, uh, you know, say, okay, well, if, I'm, if it was uh, 65 minutes, okay, that was probably nine miles plus uh, because of the fact that, uh, you know, it was running seven minute miles, um, you know, and so you start to get to know these things. So, so reality is, if you don't have a uh, purpose or if you're not training for, uh, for anything, uh, you know, the Apple Watch will do just fine or nothing. And uh, if you are really kind of serious, uh, you know, then maybe the Forerunner 645, uh, you know, as I say, comparable uh, to the iWatch is, is going to be your next best bet. You can go up, obviously, the, the, you know, they go up in price after that. You know, there are some lower end models. I'd, I wouldn't necessarily recommend those. Um, but again, if you're just getting into it, you know, again, you can try them. But as you go up in price points, you know, obviously there's going to be more features, more benefits. I just kind of stayed with these two as, as comps. So if you got any questions, send those to me. Brian, B-R-I-A-N at company5k. That's the number 5k.com. Be happy to get back to you as soon as possible. Like I said, it's usually 24 to 48 hours. If you've got questions, you can send them my way. If you've got thoughts for the uh, for the episode, uh, you know, again, send them my way. Check out the YouTube channel, The Mesh Tongue. And as always, thanks for being here. And we'll see you again next time. Take care.